You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, I'm really excited. We're going to be talking about security and, and in particular, sleeping well by locking down your WordPress builds. And joining us today for that conversation, I would like to welcome to Press This, Rob Karens. We're at Rob, welcome to Press This. Thank you, David, and thank you for having me today. Much appreciated. Yeah, so excited to have you here. For those listening, Rob is from Stunning Digital Marketing and uh, has been uh, building and, and optimizing WordPress sites for a long time. But in this episode, what Rob is going to cover are his views on the best approaches for locking down the WordPress sites you build. Um, Robert, uh, Rob, sorry, Rob is going to share his thoughts on security through obscurity. Is that a good idea, bad idea? Considerations around passwords and users, timing for your updates to WordPress and PHP, and a whole lot more. I'm really excited to have uh, Rob here to talk today. I know security is on a lot of folks' minds these days. Um, with everything going on in the world and just in general relative to web security. Um, so this is a very uh, kind of timely episode, I think, as people are thinking about how to secure their digital experiences. Rob, I'm going to ask you the same first question I ask every other guest. Uh, could you briefly tell me about your WordPress origin story? When was the first time you used WordPress? I sure will, David. Um, what I should do is take you back a little bit. Um, I, about 20 years ago, registered a domain for the first time or 25 years ago. And one of the reasons I did was for email. Um, my family used to complain that I changed email addresses more time than people changed their clothes. So I registered a domain. I created a static HTML website because I worked in tech. And then about 15 years ago, I morphed that static website into a blog. And of course, my blogging platform of choice was WordPress. I left the healthcare uh, circle about 12 years ago. I was in tech and healthcare, and then I started creating websites full-time. So that's basically my origin story in a nutshell. 
Do you remember approximately what year it was when you first uh, transformed that HTML site into a WordPress blog? It would have been, oh, probably 26, 27, somewhere in there. 26, that, 20... that long ago, I was an early adopter of WordPress. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been right around the time of widgets and short codes and, and kind yes. of transforming WordPress from a blog platform into kind of a website platform, at least how I thought of that time frame. Yeah. And one of the first things I actually used, uh, who's really had its issues over the years is headway themes was one of the first big themes I developed sites on. And we all in the community know the history of headway and what kind of happened there. So yeah, so a lot, a lot going on. It was an exciting time and now it's an exciting time. So Excellent. Well, I'm glad you've had some at-bats at locking down WordPress sites. So we've got a good episode here. Um, real quick, could you tell us a little bit about stunning digital marketing and what you yeah, do? Yeah, I, I, I run a marketing agency based in the Toronto area of Canada. Um, we basically, our two strengths are email marketing and locking down websites. I mean, that's a big bulk of our clientele right now is people who don't want to worry about the security of those websites. And that's the base of what we do. Over the years, we've done everything from pay-per-click ads to digital campaigns. And I've just kind of narrowed it down over the last while. All right. Good deal. I have so many uh, friends in the WordPress community out of Toronto. It's glad to hear you're close by. When things open up again, I'll have to look for you at the next WordCamp Toronto. Um, yeah, I love, uh, we haven't had a WordCamp Toronto in a couple of years now, so I'm dying to get out and see some people. So that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic city. I really enjoy it there. Um, so let's kind of move into the topic at hand. Um so as you thought about security as a specialty, did you have a security incident that caused you to focus on security or was this rather something that developed over time for you? Like, was there an aha moment or, or problem you experienced or is it more something that developed over time? Um, it developed over time, I would say. I actually have a security background in enterprise servers. So when I worked in healthcare for one of Toronto's biggest hospitals, one of the things I was always looking at is how do we help our server team with the security of our servers or exchange servers, which is email, and how do we help and educate our clients? Um, back then in healthcare, biggest problems were phishing scams, so people clicking on links they shouldn't, bringing in documents with security, so my interest in security just kind of developed from there. This explains so much about your focus on email marketing and locking down sites. Like I was like, those are such different disciplines, but it makes sense with your healthcare background, thinking about those exchange servers um, yeah. and then the security aspects, of course, as well as, as healthcare servers. It makes a lot of sense. Um, so let's kind of get into the WordPress side of things. You know, we, we see a lot in the news, you know, so many million sites have a vulnerability because some you know, a uh, vuln and a plugin or something like that. Um, but do you personally think that WordPress is inherently secure? And then if so, why or why not? I would agree it is. And what I'll, what I'll say before we address the WordPress side is Microsoft Windows has security issues. Every month, Microsoft put, puts out patches on what they call Patch Tuesday. And it's the biggest business operating system in the world. So my argument is it's not that we find patches. It or security issues, it's how we deal with them. And what I like to see is responsiveness from vendors. So 
I'll give an, a real life example. Updraft Plus, one of the biggest backup programs lately, has come up in security logs of issues for the last couple of months off and on. But what they've done well is they've issued patches right away, which for those who don't know are security fixes. And they've dealt with them promptly and timely. And that to me is more important. I think once something becomes over 40% of the market, like WordPress is, it will always have people taking shots at it from a security perspective, because it's now worth the hacker's time. Yeah, those are great points. I often think of it as like the author of the software might be incentivized to quote downplay the problem. The reporter mm. who's trying to get readers is trying to overplay the problem. And to your yeah. point, every piece of major software in your life, if it is properly managed and paid attention to, has vulnerabilities discovered over time and promptly patches those vulnerabilities. And I think the other point I personally make is that WordPress has no known public vulnerabilities at this time that are unpatched. And so that's how I think about it. I really loved those points. And I, I, I also love how you called out how Updraft is approaching the vulns being discovered there. Um, and, you know, I think th there's a lot of, um, you know, responsibility, but a lot of really good providers in the system that do an excellent job at managing vulns when they're reported to them in responsible ways. But I thought your points were excellent. Anything you'd add to that? Okay. Including the WordPress core team, by the way, up at Automatic, they've done an amazing job of um, patching vulnerabilities. I know we had a 5.9 release recently, and when 5.9.1 came out last week, it was just a maintenance release. There was not even a security fix in that release. So kudos, and I think uh, Automatic takes um, security pretty seriously. So yeah, I think we're in a good space. My exposure to that team is that it has a lot of folks on it with like, I would say enterprise grade security experience. In mm -hmm. my exposure, they've certainly followed best practices around responsible disclosure of vulns, responding to them. Um, and, and not just, I would say the WordPress core team, but I would say also the WordPress plugin team and how they manage vulnerabilities, how they think about forced updates, how they communicate with authors, how they take plugins out of the repo if they're unpatched. Um, I, I don't know, like, I don't know if you've gotten that deep with it, but these are things that stood out to me. I have, and I actually recently had a discussion with Matthias Ventura, who's the lead Gutenberg architect, and he said his team takes it very, very seriously. So I think anybody who's thinking they don't, I don't think they're quite on mark, to be honest. I think they are taking it seriously. They are listening and they're disclosing in a proper way. So Yeah, it feels like a lot of the negativity that gets out there is, you know, kind of the sensationalist headlines that people interpret mm -hmm. in, in the wrong way. But And I find most, most authors actually like do accurately describe what's going on. It's just that the headline is really scary reading. And, uh, yeah. but it's, it's the tug and pull of security and software. And that's just the way it's always going to work because that's the way it is. Um, so I want to kind of get into some more specific practices and particularly the notion of security through obscurity. Um, but we're going to take our first break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. You have one unheard message. <laughs> Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. 
Well, anyways, I was calling Kern because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm interviewing Rob Karnas of Stunning Digital Media about locking down your WordPress builds. Rob, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about the inherent security of WordPress, how the core team addresses it, even folks uh, within, like, say, the plugin team. Um, but I want to kind of shift gears now to build-focused uh, topics. Um, you know, some folks often will rely on, on the notion of security through obscurity. Like, I'm, no one can find this thing. Who cares that it's not locked down? Um, I, I know that you're not a big fan of that, but, but like, why? And help, help folks understand why, why not. Personally, I think the two things by obscurity a lot of people like to do is they like to change in WordPress their database prefix tables, and they like to change their login backend. And I think those are just fancy window dressing. At the end of the day, I don't think they do a lot, personally. Most of the hackers have tools that can scan a site and figure out the back end. They're all using scripts or figure out the database tables. So, I mean, I, I don't think things like that really matter at the end of the day. If it makes you feel mentally competent and better, go do it. But in the end, I don't think it provides a lot for your client or the end user. Yeah, it's those discovery tools that the bad actors use that you know, even if you're obfuscating it, can not necessarily like achieve the objective. I remember way back in the, I guess it must've been the late nineties. I got a free web hosting account with a job. And I remember uploading my credit cards to it for storage. And I'm like, nobody knows the address. What, does, what difference does it make? And I remember uh, getting shamed quite quickly by some of my coworkers around that. So that was a lesson I learned way back then. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's a good point on security through obscurity and how bad actors can use, you know, their various toolkits to, to subvert that. Um, you know, as I look at you know, security, and you talked about this, I think a little bit earlier, but, you know, a lot of folks talk about, you know, people in your organizations being the biggest risk to your security. Uh, how do you address that with things like password policies or other approaches within your WordPress builds? So the first thing I like to do is 
especially for an admin account, force a strong and complex password. I always suggest to people use a password generator, don't store, use a password that's in the dictionary. I think it's a real bad idea. Make it as long as possible and people will say, oh, I can't remember that. Well, that's when you need to spend time and get a password manager, choose one. LastPass, 1Password, uh, Bitwarden, which is my password manager choice, just find one that works for you and start to use complex passwords that you don't use anywhere else. And if you don't believe that, there's a really good site called If You've Been Pawned out there. And what it will do is tell you if your email address and your password have been found anywhere else on the internet, in a known vulnerability. So make your password secure, um, combination of numbers and letters and you know special characters and do all those things. And I know people have ho- heard this all before, but I don't think enough people are doing it. So it sounds like relative to the build then, like from a configuration perspective, you're thinking of forcing strong passwords, but it sounds like you're yeah. also thinking of training as part of this, like you're training those that will use the sites you build on proper password uh, practices. No question on that one. And using software to force and also change those admin passwords on a regular basis. I usually force them to be changed every 90 days. And that's what they do in the corporate world. And there's a reason for it. And I think it's a good idea on a WordPress website. Oh, interesting. You know, I heard some recent advice that that was not recommended, but I'm not an expert. So I'm not going <laughs> to pretend to test you there. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I think those are, those are obviously sound practices. I, I really like reinforcing with folks to use those unique passwords per site. And, and by the way, Rob, are you a gamer? I don't think you are, but are you one? I used to be, I, I don't play as many games these days because frankly, at the end of the day, if I start playing, I'll get absorbed in them. So <laughs> you and me that's why I don't. It's, it's, have I been pwned is the way you yes. would say that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, poning is a, I guess, winning type term for gaming. Uh, yeah. but, uh, anyways, uh, okay, cool. So that's really thinking about it from um, the password perspective as enforcing strong policies, but then also um, training your users. Is there anything else in, in the training or other side around limiting the risk of people within yeah. your builds? Yeah, don't give people roles in the WordPress dashboard they don't need. So if somebody's only going to be doing blog posts, don't give them an admin role, no matter how much they scream. And it's worth mentioning um, that WP Engine has a really good uh, white label CMS program uh, plugin that um, I've used many times as if somebody screams for admin rights. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
And I know I don't want them to have access to that section. I'll install the white label CMS by WP Engine and uh, lock them out of certain parts of the website. So really give people what they need, not everything. And that's a big deal too. You know, I'm unfamiliar with this plugin. I'm going to have to go look around for this. So you think working here, I mean, are you sure it's us that makes it? I think so. Okay. could be wrong. No. But the but the key point here, though, is limiting admin roles. And um, I'm, <laughs> I monitor various vulns in the WordPress plugin repo. And like a lot of the vulnerabilities that are reported are cross-site scripting vulnerabilities. Yes. And, and a lot of those are limited to admin roles. And, and plugin authors will often react like, well, it's just the admins that have the, the, that access. So who cares? And, and you're kind of making the point that there's some users, though, that maybe you trust them, but maybe you don't trust them at the software level. No, no kidding. I've got uh, one client right now that uh, I will not give his staff admin roles if my life depended on it, because I know what's going to happen. So I just I just say no. <laughs> yeah. And it's it, and you're thinking like, well, it's their site. Who cares what they do? And I guess, you know, there's always that kind of trope of the client breaking their own site. But like with those elevated permissions, when they're logged in, things like cross-site scripting vulnerabilities can play a bigger role. And so for those novice users, by chopping it off with the, with the access you're granting in their, role, in their users' roles, um, you're kind of helping to, to lower that risk for them as a client. Yep, so true. And you're actually doing them a favor, not a disservice in the long run. So Sure. I guess you probably give them some like, you know, okay, here's your real admin, but don't ever log into it. Use this other one kind of thing. Obviously, yep. you're not like locking them out of their own sites or anything. And the other thing to do too is if it's a really high-end site and I have some high-end sites, install two-factor authentication. That also helps as well besides password. Um, then they then they need an app on a smartphone or something else to get in that that locks it down even one more step. So that's that's such a huge part, I think, of password security uh, on WP Engine. And I think some other hosts do this. We have like a essentially a single sign-on solution, so you can kind of bounce between your WordPresses. Um, but it, it also incorporates a huge piece of two-factor uh, for the for the very reasons you pointed. I can't believe we didn't bring that up before. That's such a big part of passwords. Yeah. Um, good mention. All right. Let me switch gears a little bit. Um, so as you think about, you know, reacting to WordPress, PHP and plugin updates, um, how do you think about like your strategy for, for doing that in a way that you feel puts you in the best chance for success with security? First of all, before you do any major update, take a backup. Don't rely on your host. Take one using a WordPress plugin. Uh, mine of choice is Updraft Plus Pro right now. So that's what I usually do to take a backup. Also, test your backups before you need them. Don't wait till you need the backup. The backup's only good as the ability to restore it. So test it on a staging site or a demo site or a sandbox before you need it on a regular basis. It's a great point because like you could make a backup, something could go wrong and you're relying on it. And then all of a sudden it was a bad backup. Yeah. And I've seen that happen way too much. Sure. Uh, I've been there. Yes. <laughs> we've all been there <laughs> at two in the morning when it's got to be up for 6 a.m., right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, the other thing is um, I usually do core updates. So those are the WordPress themselves updates pretty well as soon as they come out. Um, I'm a big fan of getting the updates in, especially the security fixes in the updates. Uh Mini updates or in-between updates, I tend to do sooner than later. Um, 
in terms of plugins, you kind of got to take a good look around. So for example, by that, I mean, you got to make sure there's no known dependencies where one plugin doesn't play nice with another plugin. We've all seen that. Um, do, do your homework ahead of time. If you have to do some testing in a sandbox, do that. So I'm kind of um, inter- like, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I, I think like the, the testing points are very salient. And so I'm thinking though, yeah. like when, when you see the release and you're thinking like, is my hair on fire or not? I'm kind of curious, like how you think about interpreting things like release notes. And I'd like to get your thoughts on that. But we're going to take our last break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of, about, of talking about locking down your WordPress builds with Rob Kearness. Uh, Rob, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about your strategies around managing WordPress, PHP, and plugin updates. And I was kind of alluding to my next question, which is like, how do you know when you see a release coming out with, with, with maybe security mentioned in the release notes that that's the kind of thing you should, you should really worry about right this second or whether you have a little time. Yeah. What I usually do with um, releases is in the WordPress community, most releases have a release candidate and then they'll go to a beta and then they'll go to a release. Now with a minor release, they just put the release out with a major release, they actually have a release party on Slack where they do some final testing. And I've been through some of those release parties and they're quite interesting. What I would suggest is to read as much as you can from wordpress.org, uh, read as much as you can about the release candidates, but also read third-party sources. And a couple of the big ones are um, iThemes. Uh, They put out a regular security blog, uh, read a little bit about some of the stuff on WordFence. They put out some really good information. And even places like Hacker News and Search Engine Journal and places like that, they talk a little bit about what's going into the releases. And it matters because the more educated you are yourself, the better you can deal with the release. So I think the fountain of knowledge is really important in this case. Have you used things like WPVolnDB before to analyze the different security patches that are coming into your plugins or themes or whatever? Yeah, I have. And I've also even used uh, third-party sites like security to do scans. So I kind of take the approach to, to analyze, talk to people, listen. You got to have your head to the ground. It's a multitude of things to to help out. And I think they're all useful tools. So a patch is coming out, basically. You become aware that it's coming out. You research what's in the patch and what it's addressing. And then I'm guessing from there, you're trying to figure out how much risk you carry in terms of like how much time and energy you're going to put into it right now. So like I was mentioning those cross-site scripting vulns connected to admin accounts, like if your site, you're the only admin, I'm guessing you're probably not like running out to update right away. But if you have like dozens of admins, then you're like, ah, I don't know what they're doing. And, and so you're probably more, more uh, urgent. Is, is that fair about how you think about it? Um, yes and no. And the reason is ever since the pandemic started, we all know the hackers are bored and at home. So I used to do security updates for clients once a week, typically on a, on a Saturday or a Sunday. 
Believe it or not, I look at websites and the security side now three times a week because I'm trying to mitigate the risk. And with all the hackers at home and being bored and now what's going on in Ukraine as we record this, the, the security space is a really tough space right now. So I think you actually have to elevate your knowledge and what you're doing instead of de-elevate it. And I think that's really important. Yeah, I see what you're saying. A more aggressive stance there, especially with all the risks that abound. Um, okay, so next question. Um, what role do you see as hosting playing in your security approach? Uh, I love that question because most people don't think hosts matter. And I, for years, have said um, your host is your partner in the business. You're not just hiring them. And by that, I mean, you need to do some investigation and see, A, what type of plan you're going on. So the cheapest plans don't always have the best. B, what is the host's reputation? Uh, and C, what they're doing from a security perspective on their firewalls on their end to help you, the website owner, from their perspective. Some hosts, and I'm not going to call them out, don't do a very good job. And some hosts do a really amazing job. Um, I think you've got to look at those things and treat them as your partner. That's, a, that's, those are definitely fair points. I definitely, obviously I work for a host. I, I think I definitely yeah. agree with some of those points. Um, I think one of the encouraging things I've seen in the WordPress community is just a vast variety of, of hosts that participate in the security conversations around making sure WordPress sites are, are locked down. Um, but yeah, the, the, the level of depth definitely is a big thing. The, the vulns I monitor are actually in an internal Slack channel that our security team monitors that we use to email out alerts to our customers when they have plugins mm -hmm. with Vulns. So um, yeah, host will definitely go kind of the extra mile there. Um, this has been incredibly interesting, Rob. I think we could probably talk all day, but we're kind of coming to the end here. Thank you so much for joining us today. M my pleasure. It's so much fun, David, and I hope it helps some more people out there. Yeah, I think so. There were some good points you dropped today, and I definitely enjoyed the conversation. If everyone uh, listening would like to learn more about what Rob is up to, you can visit stunningdigitalmarketing.com. Thanks for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the W... Uh, I'm going to do this again. Pause. This has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. And I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.